Oh, somebody got a lot of energy, honey. <laughs> I dug deep for that. I, I, it didn't sound like it. And you listen, shout out to you, because I... <laughs> I am in such a state of full relaxation right now, and I ain't even hit the vape yet. I'm just... Fuck it. See, the problem is, is I've been laying in the bed all day, and when I say all day, I mean all black-ass day. And I usually don't do that for, like, low-key I'm sleepy but like I'm not going I don't know let me let me get a few let me get a, let me get this bottle of wine in me and then we'll talk um Damn, the whole bottle not yeah glass? no fuck the fun we you know sometimes we don't even fuck with the glass we usually sometimes we just take the bottle to the head mostly because hey you know where I'm going keep that in mind this Welcome to another episode of Reality the Pod. My name is Trash Hintam. And I am your girl, Dr. Shady Shay. And I'm pretty sure that I am a functioning alcoholic. How are you, sis? I mean... <laughs> still there? Did I... I am still here. I, um, you know, I'm working on this remote learning plan and I I told my kiddos, stole a stole the idea from somebody else. I'm not going to take credit for it. I stole it. But it was I, an offer to steal. Well, if it was offered to steal, then it wasn't technically stealing. It was just a suggestion that you could take part of. Henceforth, not stealing. Nevertheless, mm-hmm. I've created a virtual raffle. A virtual raffle? A virtual raffle. How I have cute. app where I could load their names into a raffle pool. Mm. I told them I would give them a raffle entry for every assignment they complete. Okay. Sundays, I will host said virtual raffle and announce who is the winner of the week. The winner and their parent, because I'm going to need your address, will go to our Amazon wish list for room 207 and they will select an item. I will purchase it and mail it to you. That is so cute. You are really getting back to the world because let me tell you what I've been sitting over here doing. Absolutely nothing. (laughs) It's just a way to kind of motivate the ones who are doing it to keep doing it. And maybe get the ones who aren't doing it to be like, hmm. Maybe I should. I would like one of the things off of this list. I want (laughs) to see the list. Oh, I'll share it with you. Yeah, I gotta see that list, girl, because I know you got some good stuff on there, because, bitch, you ain't cheap. <laughs> I tried to keep it between 5 to $10. You, okay, like, and how did that try, My though? colleagues was being way cheaper than that. <laughs> really? <laughs> There's lots of one to five dollars. I'm like, nah, nah, I ain't gonna waste the shipping. We're not gonna Why? flex my Amazon Prime. See, then I gotta send it with my outfit. They ain't gonna know to find my address. Or something. It's not like I'm gonna answer the door anymore. That's true. That's true. I'm just saying. I'm I'm thinking that that is a really really good idea to get your kids to engage. And I know that the the kids that you work with are considered special ed kids. I think that's a really good way to engage. I think that that is really cute. So hopefully huh. this will get a little interest. One of my babies already responded to the post with a very high capitalized with extra exclamation points. Yay. Oh, so like, okay, do I know? I, I, I feel like I know who who that was. 
You know who it was. I think I know That's who it was. Love Shack. Love Shack, baby. Oh, Love, love Shack. Shack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shack. Let me see what's on this list. I have to see this. This is so cute. 15 miles to the Love Shack. Oh, girl, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but you got uh, extra sketches on here. Oh, oh yeah, this is Look, I wanted to put them on there, and I it took me a lot to find an etch sketch within my price range. Of course, I went over ten dollars on a few things. Oh, you got Zingo on here, right? I feel like it, as long as it's in the five to ten dollar price range. Oh, bitch, you found the Super Mario Uno cards. Yo, I need those. Let me put them in my cart. <laughs> I need those. Oh, you found a magic ape? Yo, this list is lit. <laughs> I was thinking, I was really thinking. Like this Play-Doh. I found Yo, a fart this list lit. Look, the list is lit. It's lit as fuck. You got shit on here that I want. <laughs> Honey, look. You Ooh, and I me want both. I was like, mm, I want this, this glow in the gl- glow in the dark um slinky. I thought that was cute. Oh, I want that. I think I'm gonna put that in my cart too. You know, they all like them diary of wimpy kids and don't diary books. So I threw a bunch of them in there. Like, I really tried to think of stuff that I thought kids would like. I even threw in a, <laughs> a, 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 a play that would interest me. It's a mystery box. What's in it? I don't know. And you won't either. <laughs> but if you want it, pick it. Girl, <laughs> the boys in your class are going to go up for this Fortnite, how to draw Fortnite. Well, you know, I got a lot of jars. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let me think of the kind of stuff that they would like. Yo, they're gonna go up for do. this. I asked my brother, I was like, hey, yo, what kind of stuff kids be into right now? Because I ain't y'all have no kids. And now that I'm not at work, I don't even have access to kids to ask them, hey yo, what y'all be into? So I was really just on my own. I know who this style but I think me up headed. I know who good. this I know who this style me up headed uh headband craft set is for. And hey. when she picks it, you yeah, know. Yeah. I know who yeah. this is for. I know, and I, and I know, I know she gonna pick this. You, you know who that is. I for. know, I know she gonna pick it. <laughs> I know who this is for. <laughs> you know who I was thinking about when oh, yeah. you came through the suggestion. I, I was like, oh, I, I know, you know who that's for. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, you got the diary of a whippy kid in here. Oh, this is such a good list. I like this. I'm low-key ordering some of this shit for myself. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was super nice. And so it's gonna it's gonna be real easy for me to go in, ask the parent what did they pick, click add to my cart and send it out. Yeah. This is really cute. I like this. I'm sorry. We have talked like 10 minutes on this one thing. I need to get off of Amazon looking at that because I am going to order some things. But that, that that's just one of the many things I'm working on because, you know, I am at home well, working. That is, that is really cute. And to be honest with you, I'd, I'd, I'd like to go ahead and pitch in on that, too. So maybe if you decide... All the ideas wanna... people got, because you got little people. Ideas. I need ideas and stuff yeah. to put on that list. Well, I'll go and consult with the little people in the house, the only house that I go to in quarantine, and I'll see what mm. they think about some of the things on that list. I'm not talking about the 15-year-olds because, you know, them niggas like Nike and shit. Um, but uh, I- I'll consult uh, with the uh, with Spider-Man. <laughs> And our resident drill sergeant, and refrigerator resident, climber. Yeah, and our resident, 
and our resident refrigerator climber and uh, see what they think. <laughs> Whatever they say, I'm probably going to end up buying for them too. But, you know, I like the GNL for this. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. Maybe we could put together something where there's like a like a donation box or something or people could like donate it like to our Facebook funds to like help out with like giving the kids something, you know, just to, you know, kind of keep them interested. I think this is a really good idea. I don't know how we're going to market this, but we're going to get this out there. To the masses. This is a really good idea. And I'm I'm down to G down with this. And I low key want to donate my ten dollars now. But I gotta transfer some money to put get it to you. But I got you, sis. You know I'm gonna cash at you. Um <laughs> maybe we can do the cash. I don't know how we can do that, but I think that Wait a minute, hold up, hold up, hold up. You just said the magic words. Cash I app? do not use this thing, but I Ooh. do have a cash app. Now, I what think- is it called? <laughs> You should say cash out. We, re- we are going to do the research on it. We'll put it in the description box of this episode. And then if you guys want to donate to uh, Dr. Shady Shade's class um, in regards to um, helping the kids out, and, you know what I'm saying, just kind of doing a raffle and kind of getting the kids involved. They stuck at home just like we are and something to motivate them to do something like positive. I, I'm 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 hella down with that. Like I think that's you can totally cash at me at dollar sign what she shay w h a t s h e s h a e. That's cute. It's a tongue twister. It is all those people with a little bit of lisp. I'm gonna send get she and shay out. That takes me back to when Carly Rick Carly came out with Bodak Yellow, and I could not say so. She say she. To save my life. It took you a oh. year to figure that shit out. <laughs> it took me forever to get my mouth to go. So she say she. And if it just came out as so she say she. I tell you what, and, and we'll do it like this. If you can't remember that, mine is my name, Trash Can Tam. So dollar sign Trash Can Tam. And I'll send it to her. It's not a big deal. It ain't like we don't live up Put in the memo. It's for the kiddos. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So it's either. Her cash app, which is uh, which is she shay what she shay what she shay or mine, which is trash can town. Um, let's get on with this bullshit because I don't. Um, Lord, let's bless this mess. Hallelujah. Uh, Lord have mercy. So, First, giving honor to God because this has been a mess. Oh my God! Like mm. when we had this idea, man, this was pre-Ronas. So Ronas is fucking shit up. And let me just verify, clarify, and say. Hmm? I almost said your name. Um, you and I have been doing this for two years, and we have just now come to the platform where we can be able to record ourselves in doing what we do. Never in this did we think that the bonus was going to ever happen, and so our content was basically, you know, seamless in going into this, and now even with the shows that we've chosen to do, there are they those shows are even being taken off air. So right now we're in a bit of a rebranding stage because we don't really know what we're going to do. We got some ideas. There's one that I know we're probably going to end up bringing to the you know, the regular platform just because this is what we have. Um, but I think um, that this mess definitely needs to be blessed because there is no mess to be blessed. And on on this week's episode of Love and Hip Hop, um, Atlanta, I think it was season nine, episode nine. There literally was a fight, and then production shut it down. 
there's nothing for us to give you. You can run down the site, but really it's not anything to run down. There's nothing to run Ivar down. Akbar is a fucking bully. She truly is. Can you take I that over? I fully I'm sorry. see it for Tope. Okay, go ahead. Uh, can, you, can, you, can you run that, that fight sequence down? Because there, it was a sequence to that match. It was stupid. Akbar comes in and Spice is like, yo, don't be here on any bullshit. Right. If you coming, come with positive energy, come to support, come to network. Do not come on no bullshit. Mm-hmm. And she promised, oh, I'm not here for that. I ain't beef with nobody. I'm not on that today. She kind of show up. Carly tries to introduce, reintroduce them to make you like, okay, ain't no beef then. Then y'all should be cool to be cordial in this setting. Right. Neither one of them really see it for that shit. Let's just be honest. But for some reason, Akbar think because she kind of was like, I don't fuck with her. She don't fuck with me. That's the reason to throw a drink at. And I think that also Akbar wasn't expecting the response that she got when she when she did it to Shikana. Because Shikana fully turned up. Fully turned up. So I've never they, seen her do that. Shikana turned up. They take her out of the venue. Which I didn't understand. Which I didn't understand because she's not the one that started it. She's not the one that was throwing drinks. But okay. But they take her out of the venue and she's outside popping off. Meanwhile, Kids show up just Keisha meanwhile, and Keisha and show Tokyo up with, with Toke. And you know, they good friends, they good Judy's. So, um, when Keisha show up with uh Toke, they're like, What the fuck going on? Now, from what I got from it, when Keisha saw Shekana, she like, Okay, well, I went from zero to 100 real quick because it's Shekana that turn, then I gotta be that turn. Because Shekana's probably the nicest motherfucker you ever gonna meet. Meanwhile, Tokyo slides in, right? Spice is doing her song, which is dope. I, I got actually download. like the song. Loki, I'm downloading that song. And Tok come in and she's like, Tok twerk. So Tok is twerking. But the whole time her eyes is on Akbar. She waiting on her to pop off because she's ready. Akbar probably don't realize Tok ready, but Tok ready. Tok stay ready. Tok stay ready. She ain't got to get ready. What? So just Keisha come in and before she could even really say shit, Akbar just launches at him. Meanwhile, Tokman turned over and just pulled off pretty much incredible Hulk's ass and it's wailing on this bitch. Well, yeah. Now, mind you, they're still in the venue. Again, all the security guards go grab Tope. <laughs> and ain't nobody... Why 4 5 got to grab Tope every time? And I all, don't why understand. You not, and why are you not grabbing the person that's instigating this shit? So, once they pull Tope out of the situation, Akbar and um, uh, Spice are talking. But the way Spice came in was like, hey, bitch, look, you want to fight or not? Because this is stupid. You didn't fight everybody up in this motherfucker except for me. So do you want to fight or not? So, so they take Tope and just Keisha out. And then Mimi's like, the fuck happened? Uh, first off, I need y'all to give Mimi her food so she can eat through the disturbances. I am intrigued 
by Mimi's ability to stay calm in all scenarios and finish her burrito. So when you know the shit's gonna go down, because come on now. Y'all knew the shit was gonna go down when you put all them hoes in the same room together. Just, just give Nene, get Nene, Nene, Nene her, her burrito. Get Nene her Chipotle burrito and let her eat, honey. Because that's what she gonna do. And I stand for it. That, and I needed Safari in the background making his surprise face. Uh, no, I needed Safari in the background. That makes the scene. Wait, no. I needed Safari in the background eating them ribs. <laughs> Plus... <laughs> Plus Nene... Eating her Chipotle. Look, yeah, y'all need to stop. This stuff is already written for you all. Just give it to me. Okay. I digress. So... Here again, Akbar is trying to act like she's not the one that started all this shit. And Spice goes crazy on her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, here comes that pepper. Because we don't know what the fuck Spice said. I, 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 I knew <laughs> I knew what she said. I said they didn't even ask her to translate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't need the translation, to be honest. Uh, basically, what she said was, I'm not here for this bullshit. I told this bitch to show up and act the fuck right. She didn't. I'm not fucking with this bitch no more because I don't trust this bitch to come in my space and act right. I asked her to do one fucking thing and she could not do that. Now, mind you, while Toke is, Toke, while um, Spice is saying that, everybody is outside going off. Shekana lit. You got just keep working in Keisha, the top Keisha, of her, her truck. She's giving you a good twerk on the top of that truck. Cause let me tell you, I'm gonna say that for later. I got something for that twerk. Um Tokyo was just standing by waiting. And Tok just standing back waiting. Tok is who I inspired Tok, to be. You don't really want to fuck with her. Because she, she, she is a calm assassin. She ain't gonna say shit. Cause she like we in Atlanta. It's bumper to bumper traffic. Y'all could put her in a car, it's not getting up out of here. She got like half block up the street and Tokyo. Look, Tok been running y'all. Because Tok got little on their ass. They could not catch her. She was on it. And damn near dragged the girl out the car trying to whip her ass. Damn near she drove that girl out of that car and just Keisha and Tok handled that ass. And then they kept trying to break it up, but they like, we in Atlanta. It's back to the bumper traffic. We gonna whip her ass every half block. Every half a block. When I see her ass, I'm gonna get her ass and it's that. So she literally had to drive on the sidewalk. Literally. To get out of there. Because they was going to beat her ass. Every half a block. Now, here's the question. Here's the question. And I know the answer to the question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Does what each and every one of those women did constitute Akbar or, or make sense for Akbar to react to them the way she did in this instance? Was that for show? Or was that really what Akbar was supposed to do in that moment? Because to be honest with you, she, for me, and maybe I'm wrong, I thought she had some shit out with Toke. I thought she had shit out. She did have that shit out with Toke. She had that shit out with Shekana. She She aired that shit out with Spice. Only person Mm -hmm. she ain't aired out with was just Keisha. And Keisha really didn't see it for it because I felt like Keisha was saying there is no reason to argue over a fucking title. This is stupid. It is stupid. But if one thing Akbar said gave me pause. If you're actively going on Twitter and going in the DMs of this woman's fans and talking shit about her, you're doing too much. 
Like, if Keisha is really doing that, you're doing too much. And that's the only real beef that Akbar had. But I really don't see it for that because who has that kind of time? Well, Ronas. Yeah, fair. <laughs> um, I guess even with the Ronas, I don't I don't see it for wasting my time like that. They they streaming RuPaul's Drag Race on Hulu. You can find something to do. Alright, and Spice was like, I don't have to be the queen of Atlanta. I'm the queen of dancehall. I got Shaggy on my next LP. Fuck y'all bitches. Y'all talking minor shit. I'm trying to make major moves. We need to find the, the brand page for Spice's makeup line. Uh-uh. Um, I'm not buying none of them wigs because I have vowed that I'm never going to I'm not going to go back to wig and I'm just going to wear my hair the way it, well, maybe not the way it is I'm wearing because I hear Trump, America is trying to give us another $1,200. They do. I'm going to get my laptop because this this work at home is taking what was a very good laptop for my regular casual use, and that motherfucker be damn near ready to take flight the fan be spinning so loud. <laughs> well, I ain't going to say I ain't going to get no wigs off of Spice website because, you know, I like to change up my wigs, so I don't necessarily see it. You know, I'm a sucker for a good brush. I'm, I'm, mm, I mean, I look- That set with the piano keys, I need it. I need that. But I am gonna give my me one of them wigs, me. though. I got to give me. I gotta give me one of them, them wigs because I like to change up my look sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Never know how I feel. I got some wigs. Look, the reason I said I wasn't gonna buy all the wigs, I didn't really want to say the truth. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. You sound. I mean. Wait, wait, wait. Back up, back up from the mic. You sound really muffled. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it because of me. I don't like spice wigs. Well, I'm gonna give me one because I like to I like to change up my style every now and again. So I'm gonna give me one of those. I do too, but I rather buy uh, uh, Rashida's wigs. Well, I'm gonna give me one Rashida. of Rashida's for real. Cause you start selling your wigs on your press website, I buy that shit. Well, I'm getting me some wigs. I buy that shit. I'm gonna give me a but wig. But that's the whole episode. Like I was very disappointed, and then they sh- production came was like, "Hey, y'all can't film no more." But it was fifty motherfuckers in the room. You could at least got the scene out. Like <laughs> we already and, 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 and hmm. Motherfucking Sierra trying to act like she sometimes be thinking about she wanna be with her DVD. Oh please, we've been new. Y'all was still fucking before BK gave us. Please, I ain't paying no attention to Sierra in that dumb oh, shit. Rest in peace to BK's uncle. Yeah, that was sad. That was fucking I, sad. I mean, I know people who have had COVID. I haven't known. I don't know anybody personally who passed from it. I have coworkers who have family members who have passed from COVID. I, I, I really don't see it for our celebrity in chief and the way he handled this. You should have closed the borders the moment it came out that China had a virus that was spreading wildly and fastly and killing people. And the fact that you didn't. It's because you were more concerned about money, the economy, than you are worried about actual people in their lives. Literally 80,000 people in these United States are dead now mm-hmm. because if you're in action, you fucking internet celebrity clown, this is ridiculous. you better hope you don't never come to shy down. We don't see it for you here. 
Hell, we ain't never seen it for you here, but we damn sure don't see it for you now. They done took away the gospel fest. Hell, even the, the Republicans, music even fest. the Republicans yeah. are not seeing it for him in Chicago. That's saying something. Mm-hmm. That is saying Speaking a lot. Speaking of not seeing it, did you see that virtual reunion for Housewives of Atlanta? Well, let's get into it. <laughs> Girl, let's get into it. Look, I had no intentions. But it was 10 times better than this shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I did just want to shout out real quick that, that twerk that, uh, that Keisha did on top of her, her car. Because let me tell you, the perfect form, okay? I don't know how the fuck she got that, that, that sunroof, but then again, she ain't fat, and I am. So there's that. But the form no, was good. No teeth. You wear a wig and you fat. Girl, bad. Come on somewhere. Listen, don't... Y'all saw the, the slim, thick legs on the Instagram. She ain't fat. She not. Listen, first off, let me just say, okay, one, stop coming for my wigs. I keep telling you this ain't the same shit. You keep just coming for me and my wigs. Do not do that. I am not my head. I am not my head. That's why I, I wear wigs. And I, I am not my head. You right. I you are right. I am not my head. I am exactly. It's so lame. No, That's why I got 30 no. wigs and that motherfucker wear to wear, ready to wear at any given month. And I wear them well. Thank you, Mother Rue. Hmm. Secondly, Slim thick, don't don't get it twisted again. But I couldn't get out of that motherfucking sunroof the way she got out of that sunroof and did that kind of twerk the way she got out on top of that car and did that twerk. Listen, I love a good twerk, okay? And I love a good mad twerk. That was a good mad twerk. Her and Toke got mad twerk down down. Because that twerk out of the corner of her eye when Toke was in there looking at motherfucking um at Akbar, that was a yeah, okay. I'm gonna give you this twerk, you know what I'm saying? Because my girl asked for it. But please, no one understand at any given time, I can get up out of this twerk and whoop your ass. Don't play with sis. Don't play with it. I love a good man twerk. That's all I gotta say about that. I don't wanna get into these housewives because them bitches. I took no notes because I wasn't planning on running it down, but it was so good. It was good. so Let's good. Do Let's do it. And we ain't had no content from Love and Hip Hop. So. The issues this week, and I didn't take any notes on it either, but this is off the phone. It is, because it literally was everything that she did wrong in one season. Look, disclaimer. It's not that I don't like me, because genuinely I do. She's the OG. And she's one of my favorites. I'll always love G. I'll, I'll, I'll always love her because she's the OG. But sometimes Nene crosses the line. Sometimes. And it's not forgiveness. Yes. When she called. And I be wanting to like really see it for Nene and be a supporter because, again, she's the OG. Left mm-hmm. from the original brand. Mm-hmm. But she be saying stuff. She says shit to other people. Get these fake apologies because they're not sincere. They're not. Because then you go back and do the same shit. Yeah. Like, I don't see it for Kenya at all. But saying she's carrying a water buffalo. That was fucked up. And then denying that she said it. Like, there's no receipts of that. Girl, they play it every episode. Yes, then, she turned, she that. then she turned around and said she didn't try to spit on Kenya. But she literally spat a popcorn 
like seed at her when they were in Greece. Man, Kenya ain't no angel. Oh God, no, by no means. Oh, and I ain't gonna ever tell you that I fully ever saw it for Kenya. But when she's right, cause she do the same shit Nene do. She right, she do the same shit Nene do. But when she right, she right. And she was wrong for talking about a baby. You're wrong for saying that she got a she used a donor egg. Who gives a fuck that she <laughs> used a donor egg or not? That's none of your business. That's nothing for you to tell. You don't, don't there's some things you don't have to say just to have a moment. That's all you got for a moment, and girl, it's time to retire. It's fucking cute. If she looks like Mark, if she looks like that baby is fucking cute. Period. <laughs> You know what she wrong photo? Said Porsche baby look like Dennis with a bow. That's wrong. You can't say in one breath, kids are off limits. And then say that. When people start talking about any kid, she made a motherfucker. You're breaking up. You're not walking around, are you? Oh, girl, that's almost too long to say that. Um, because <laughs> I hate you. Thank you. Um, you can't say in one breath, don't talk about my kids. But then you walk around and talk about everybody else's kids. You do. You can't do and that. And she's wrong for that as well. She does it all the fucking time. Now, granted, B, when um the birthday party came up that um that Kenya had for her for Brooklyn, I think it was yeah. And uh, Eva was like, "Oh well, I don't know about I don't, I don't know about bringing my kids around because I'll never be known what this bitch mood is." You know what? I thought that was fair. I thought it was fair too. I, I mean, I'm not going to go to a little kid's birthday party without kids. If that's how you felt, Thank you should have just stayed. Huh? And this was a Barbie themed birthday party, too. And, but, I mean, Eva got Marley. So, I don't know. I didn't see it. I didn't see it for her not bringing Marley, but I understood why she didn't bring Marley. Because you never know what Kenya be. Because you never well, know I understand what Kenya be on. But in the same breath, that still doesn't give Nene the right to be coming for Kenya and her baby. The way she doing it. It ain't necessarily Kenya because Kenya do a lot of fucked up shit. But stop coming for Brooklyn because if you know if, it, if she knows that if that was any one of her sons, oh, Kenya, listen, Kenya would have been beat up and Nene would have been in jail and it been all kinds of dumb shit. Because then last season, uh, Nene sent um, Nene sent um, Portia a cease and desist. When she was talking about Portia, baby. Mm-hmm. And Portia, she called her fat and she just delivered a baby. Like, come on now, Nina. You got two kids, even though they're grown. You know what it's like to go through giving birth, postpartum and all that shit, C-sections and whatnot. Don't, like, don't come for you them body for shame. you women. Come right. for them for the shit that you they body do. Shaming, body two, shaming, two, no two, two women just had children? That's what we doing? 
Not when 30% of your body is plastic and you still look like SpongeBob. Okay. Um, so apparent well on the on the Skype reunion, because that's what it was. That was a Zoom reunion. But I like the way they did it because they kind of kept, you know, bouncing around the scrabble tiles. It did look like a bootleg Brady bunch, and I stood for it. But all but all the women had on I white, like, just like they would do in a reunion. And it it really was the reunion. But they were able to say things that they wouldn't be able to say when, when sitting next to each other, and I think that's what made it better. When oh, um, yeah. Portia told... Because I guess Portia and, and Eva don't see it for each other now. But that's because, again... But that's I because, guess again, not. Eva keeps saying that she didn't say half the shit that she said about Portia, about, about Portia and her pregnancy. She need to sit her ass down and let her motherfucker see sex cards here because she don't know da 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 da. And I'll bring up the flies, blah blah blah. And you keep saying you didn't say that, but every time you say you don't say that, the good old people at Bravo pull up them receipts because you know these girls are really good for receipts over there at Bravo. They don't give a fuck. They will pull a receipt out of their ass so quick to make your make your head spin. Pull up the receipts and they show every time that she say yeah, what, ex- exactly what the fuck she said. And then she gets mad at Portia because she bringing it up. But you should have never said that shit about that girl. You know better because you was pregnant. Right. Saying the shit. You were pregnant. Like Eva and look, I like Eva little shady ass. But she's shady as shit. And she say shady shit, throw the rock, try to hide the hand. But you're being filmed, boo. It's real easy for VH, not VH1, I'm sorry, this is Bravo. Bravo has not got to the level of messy as VH1. Y'all need to go look at the way they edit shit. Because <laughs> your, your lobby coming out your mouth and they be showing in the background already, new bitch. <laughs> you I'm said you, the, 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 the minions over at Bravo are not as messy as they are at VH1. But they are all... Y'all don't need but to they develop, all know how some, to develop mess now. some mess now. Please bear in mind, no one understands that they are sister, um, they're sister stations. Just know that they're owned by the same network. I know. So any given time, then VH1 minions can come over to Bravo. And then your your shit will really fucking stink. Eva, watch it. Watch it. But she did, but she but then she did but set then... she did set um um Nene in, in, in check because Nene has said something about her that didn't really make sense, as usual. And it was in, in regards to her home, I believe. And hmm, which one? She didn't live well, in about twelve. She was running for Marley's daddy. Yeah, but Marley's I don't really know what the T on that is. It, it sounds very complicated. It sounds very complicated. The, okay, so Eve. Okay, so Eva was. I ain't getting into that. I ain't getting into that. That sounded mm-hmm. very complicated to the point where they ended up having a house hot because they didn't want the man to know where she lived. But I don't really know what all that was about. Either way, um, they ended up buying, finally buying a home. And so there was that. Ladies, careful who you lay mm. down and procreate with. Because at the end of the day, that's still Marley's dad. And I just want to make it very clear that that Marley, not only is she smart, 
She's fucking cute. And I believe mama gonna be surface and face when she grow up, honey. Mama? Mama gonna be surface and face. She's But one day, she's gonna ask you about her birthday. Because you put it on TV. I don't know. I think... And I, I don't know enough about the situation to know, like, if he's dangerous, damn, do what you gotta do. But then I have to question, why was you laying up with somebody that's that volatile? You had to know that. Well, appa- <coughs> excuse me, apparently, not the runners. Um, Apparently, there were some situations where he had physically abused her, but that was after, you know, after her being pregnant with Marley, after her having Marley. I, 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 I like, understand was- that. I'm saying prior to that, there had to be warning signs. Oh, girl, please. When the dick is good, you know motherfuckers get blind. I don't think it's just you turned up pregnant. Look, Switch I'm, went on again, crazy. I, again, you know, again. You have again, been seeing say, glimmers and glints of crazy. I say when crazy. you know when the dick is good because motherfuckers turn a blind eye to shit that you know damn well you should have been turned a blind eye to. I'm not. I'm not going to tell you. So, um, there was another topic on the reunion that was discussed, and again, we haven't wrote notes on this, and so we we literally coming out coming off the cuff. Um, when Kenya threw her hair care event, TMZ showed up and did an interview with Kenya, and they were asking her questions about Nene apparently allegedly well they showed it so so right after that Nene is filming on the phone with her good friend Wendy Williams I said it with air quotes because Wendy refused to film with Nene either way allegedly she refused to film with Wendy so um when everything was coming out, apparently uh, Nene was getting advice from Wendy Williams. Apparently. And um, I think the question that was presented to her at the reunion was, do you consider Wendy to be your friend? Do you think Wendy is really Nene's friend? Why? No. Because I don't think Wendy's anybody's and look, I like Wendy Williams, but she's a messy bitch. Like, she needs content for her show, too. So, somebody said, I'm going to call and be part of this. Somebody said, mess. I believe it was Candy. I might be wrong. I believe somebody said that Nene kind of pick and choose to be friends with because. And what and because and due to what their status is, because had the statements that Wendy said about their friendship, any one of those women that were on their prospective couches would have said to Nene, Nene would have went full in. But because it was Wendy Williams, she let that shit rock. I believe that was Candy that said that. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me. When Candy. I believe Candy said that. I was like, you know what? That's true. Because half the shit that these women say, even though the shit be true about Nene, 
He don't let that shit ride. She be spitting and throwing punches and doing all kinds of dumb shit. She get mad. She excommunicate everybody for one motherfucker. Everybody. She did Cynthia so fucked up last year. I don't even think 50, uh, uh, 50 Cent rocking with her at all. Let's see. Cynthia, and she's making the same mistake with Kenya. She allows her friends to say and do things and walk all over her and mistreat her. And then she get mad in the back end and do some shady shit because she got a side to her. Even her fiance said, said it. it. Yep. So Nene might not be all the way around with that one. But you did. You got mad at me and then you started going on blogs and trashing me in the blogs. Like, come on now. Don't turn around and try to act so sweet afterwards. And I like Cynthia. If you ever want to put Lake Bailey on the market. Of course you put Lake Bailey on the market. I'm going to get some hoes together. Well, you got to go to LA to be his man. Uh, he ain't coming in. Well, look like since every the whole world is working from home now, maybe mm-hmm. y'all can just go be at Lake Bay. Yeah, right. Ain't like he could go they, in they nowhere. All I'm saying is, look, why understand appreciation on okay, well, since the blogs was he went first. And everyone asked, it was wrong for what she said, but Responding to the shit that he needs putting out there. Now, they do have a TV show that they gotta, you know what I'm saying, exploit themselves to do. So let's keep that out there. So let's let's make sure that they put it out there first. But also don't understand that there are parts of their friendship that are very fucking authentic and true on the show. Nene genuinely hurt Cynthia's feelings last season. She did that. For no reason. So when Cynthia finally said something, which, you know, it takes Cynthia a lot to say things, she's not really the aggressor in any situation. This is not, this is not who she is. And Cynthia's been a housewife for a very long time. She's never she the aggressor. Been. Usually, she's the solution person. Cynthia, unless she's throwing them hands Unless she's throwing them hands Usually, Cynthia is in the position where Candy was this year. Cynthia's usually friends with everybody. There's no bones. She just collects them. That's usually her spot. If you noticed. And Candy had to do that shit this year. I mean, because Candy tries to stay out the mess. She really uses this as a platform mm-hmm. to promote her shit. Oh and yeah, she yeah, stayed yeah, yeah. all the way out, there. and I appreciate it. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. all I want to know is where was Marlo? I don't know why y'all won't give Marlo her. I believe she I believe, deserves I would, it. I would rather, I would rather see over, Marlo um, over Eva. No shade. I love Eva, but 
Sorry. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's the one thing Nene said. You over there trying to turn that plum into a peach. It ain't never going to be. Because really, and one of the reasons why Eva is mad with Nene is because Nene went on what, mm-hmm. what happens live, watch what happens live, and said mm-hmm. that Eva didn't pull her weight this season and she didn't bring a lot of bring a lot of content to the show. Mm-hmm. And as much as I like Eva, she did. Now, granted, she was a hundred thousand weeks pregnant and about to pop at any any moment, but you still have to produce content, and you did. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like that ass, she did. And I wasn't gonna say this, but by now y'all know I'm gonna say because. I understand that the ladies had to, for the mm-hmm. most part, blame mm-hmm. themselves for this reason. And part of this is, is due to my mother and her upbringing and the age that she I feel like you're going to say something crazy. I feel like you're going to say something crazy. I am like this today. instant real quick. <laughs> I spent the whole hour wondering why, Eva. Why? Why your titties look like that? Why you ain't got no chicken cutlets, no fabric tape, no nothing to help What's you chicken pull your titties closer together? I understand. Anything, anything oh, that to help. Because at the time, like her, like her titties, it was just too much space. I thought that too. Between the left one and the right one. I thought that too. I didn't know the what the hell was going on. And I thought that dress I was pretty, but I didn't understand together. why the hell I my was titties was going north and south. Go ahead. They were going east and I hope they were. I, Look, if they were going south, we got a whole All I'm problem. saying is, is that they were going two different know, directions. Right I don't now, give a fuck about it from north, south, east, or west. I'm just saying they're going different directions. They're just going apart. I need you to bring them together. And I understand right now they are a source of nourishment for your cousins. But when you are getting ready to get suited and booted, a little piece of tape goes a long way. I know you got some garments. The diva. Over there. You are Eva the diva. Marcel. You are a fucking model. You know how to smash yourself in some shit and push your titties up and make the look work. Last night, there was you, you forgot <laughs> to check. And I'm sitting there looking at him, and, I, and oh, okay, uh, this just gets shady and shady. Nene, oh wait a minute, before you say that, on. let's take a break. <laughs> oh no, no, no! Because once I finish this little, I think I'm done after this. Okay, then we could take a break and then come back with insecure. Nene by far is the worst of the woman on the panel, but that's because she's on the panel with a bunch of women, oh, sans Kenya, because they are around the same age, or much younger than her. Or much better kept. Like, look at okay. And this is for both Atlanta brands. Whoever is down there putting together these wop side Mm -hmm. asses and titties, you stop it. Again? I told you last week to stop it. And I'm going to tell you again. Stop it. Stop making these women walk around with these hard brisket titties and these booties with elbows and corners. Stop it. It doesn't look good. These are beautiful women that some hatchet drives. 
half rate plastic surgeon is they butchering for what? So they I didn't don't go know. to Doctor Miami. I, I hate it. I hate it. And he closed now. I just absolutely hate it. Between Nene and them big old hard titties sitting up there, and 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 Eva's titties going east and west. I just I couldn't I couldn't focus in on the on the good. Well, I focus, but still. I was oftentimes distracted every time that they they pictures popped up because I kept wondering what's going on with these titties. And like, oh, you like, did. We saw all the Nini's titties. Like, damn, like, damn. And they oh, looked good to me, honestly. Was, I don't know why, but they did. I mean, you know, uh, they look good, but they look hard. I like. To, they don't look like soft, supple titties. I'm now sorry, you know they look whose like titties look good, titties. and I'm, we gonna take a picture. You know whose titties look good? By far the best, the best two sets in the group is Cynthia. And um, Candy, Portia, Portia is a close third. Went too far. Portia's a close third. Kenya cities ain't bad either. Cities aren't bad. She She got got people upside the booty. I don't know about that. She just got upside. Oh my god. Her booty don't fit her legs. (laughs) All right, let's take a break. We're gonna come back with uh, insecure. Um, all right, we'll be right back. And we are back um, with Reality the Pod. Um, we're going to go ahead and cover Insecure Season 4, Episode 5, low-key moving on um, for you guys. And then we will be out of your hair for the evening um, or the day, depending on when I drop this episode. Um, whenever you're listening to oh, it, listen. We don't care when the it. fuck you listen to it. Just fucking listen. Look at God. What it is! Um, so, Amen. this episode came down to literally three things. Three topics. First, I want to talk about Tiffany and the baby. Because did you notice that every time the topic of the baby came up, Tiffany literally was kind of throwing the baby under the bus, or she was kind of pawning the baby off on Derek, or um, she was kind of just basically kind of, she's low-key set up with parenting. Did you feel like that, Peter? But she's no first time mommy, new mommy. She just wanted to get out and you know, sometimes mm-hmm. we do this as a, a, a people. Mm-hmm. You have a baby and then everything right. always comes back to around about this baby. So what she's trying to do is back, back up off of that. And she kept saying, I just want to be out. I just want to hang out. I just want to do grown up things. Like that baby is fine. Derek's a great dad. I'm just glad to be baby free for a minute. Cause at home it's nothing but baby, 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 baby. And naturally, as friends, we want to know how the baby's doing, how you're doing. But it kind of translates into baby, 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 baby. So she wasn't feeling it that night. She wanted to go to the party. She wanted to get smashed. She wanted to drink her some wine. She wanted to have her some fun and not baby for a minute. And I think. Some people, because you know, people be talking mm-hmm. on Facebooks and the Instagrams and whatnot. Like, oh, she going through postpartum. She don't love her baby. No, she didn't say none of that shit. She just said she needed With a me break. not being a mommy, um, I, I don't relate specifically to what she's saying, 
but I totally get it because you know I was around young women who were raising kids and needed a break needed a break you know I got cousins that have had children and sometimes they needed a break like it, when you're in mommy mode all the fucking time it, it's okay to have that break and I think that um, even if Tiffany um, didn't say the right words to just say basically hey it's been all about her I just need it to be a little bit about me right now because I'm a mommy I'm a new mommy and my titties is leaking she ain't want to fucking attach to these breasts her loss not mine like those were little things that it was like okay you know what Kelly's getting uh, Kelly um, Tiffany's getting used to the idea of mommy and mommying it's okay for her not to want to be around her baby hell my cousin got five kids and she don't want to be around them motherfuckers mm-hmm. a lot but she love them but they are a lot they're a lot. Kids are just a lot. And I'm not saying that she don't love her children. She loves them to death. It's just sometimes mommy needs the mommy by herself. She makes jokes with them all the time about mommy and okay, I'm a single mom, but you know I ain't got no kids. Like that kind of shit, like just to kind of fuck with them. But they know that she she loves them and she can go to them for anything, but they're older. Tiffany's baby's a baby. They, she needs her 24-7. Here went home, tell her the baby, that's it. But don't come down too hard on Tiff. Tiff, Tiff, is, Tiff is a lot any motherfucking way, even without a baby. You thought it was going to stop being about Tiff after she had that baby? Tiff. Um. Hmm. Condola finally shows up. And says what Lawrence was going to say to Issa, which is that they broke up. How did you feel about the separation between Condola and Issa? Was she right to do that to Issa? Issa, right or wrong to do it? And why do you feel that way? I feel like Condola was wrong. Because here's the thing. That's your personal. And even though there's a little blurry line between your personal and your professional, your obligation to Issa was professional. And when she's reaching out to you to try to finalize the details surrounding this event and you went ghost, that was very unprofessional. Just because he broke up with a nigga that she wasn't really with, girl, bye. I, I ain't never, I ain't gonna say I ain't never really saw for Condola, but I always felt like once she found out that Lawrence was Issa's ex, she should have dated that before any further because it was just gonna make it uncomfortable for her to conduct business and be in this relationship because now you're navigating two very important parts of your life, your personal and your professional, in a very messy, muddy situation. It didn't have to be because Issa's over here trying to put together her block party. She's not worried about Lawrence. And at the time, Lawrence wasn't worried about Issa. And we don't really know where Lawrence stands with that, but I also feel the same way you do with a bit of a twist. Um... I, while I understood what Condola did, it still wasn't right. If you're going to, if you're going to, thank you. If you're going you to communicate if you're going to, if you was, okay, if you were cool with Issa being Lawrence's ex when you found out about it, you should have been cool about it to the end. Don't let something happen between you and Lawrence and you punish Issa. Because at the end of the day, 
Lawrence was your rebound. Meanwhile, Lawrence is looking for something more substantial. He wants to settle down. He wants to get married. He wants to have kids. And you basically said in front of all your friends, oh, God. So it wasn't but more so, so. What are you? Upset? Why did you basically throw Issa to the wind and Issa had nothing to do with it? She felt like he, your business partner. Issa your had nothing to do partner. with your personal relationship with Lawrence. You kind of pulled her into it at, at certain times by making Issa feel awkward about certain things. But Issa's already awkward. I mean, at all. She don't need no help in that department. Hell, even me and Issa be shading up being so damn awkward. So you didn't need to assist. She got that. But in more, it, but in retrospect, it's more like I just felt like Condola punished Issa for something Issa had nothing to do with other than Issa's Lawrence's ex. When you cut him off, that didn't mean that the business that you had with Issa was cut off too. And furthermore, why were your feelings hurt when you cut no, it off like with um, Lawrence? You did that. You made it awkward between you and Lawrence. You made it awkward. You asked him a question that the answer, the answer was obvious. If Issa didn't cheat, would him and Issa still be together? And you didn't like Duh. the answer. So. But the answer to that is yes. The reason why Issa cheated is because she was unhappy with Lawrence. It wasn't because he was unhappy with her. Thank you. He thought shit was sweet. So I don't really know what we're talking about. So, yeah. You're upset that his answer was yes. Like he's never going to say, gonna oh, say okay. that about Issa. But he's never going to say that really about him to say. Issa. Actually, before anything, they're friends. They are genuinely friends. Yeah, they, they got they have very good energy with each other when they are being just Lawrence and Issa. I'm sorry, I said I'm gonna call him Mark. is funny as hell. Um, I just don't see it for her punishing Issa for something Issa didn't have nothing to do with. You mad that he would have still been with Issa and he wouldn't have been fucking you had he had Issa never cheated? I don't really know what the fuck you mad at, Condola. But when she came to the block party with that energy and she was like, Okay, well, I'm just here to check on the vendors and I'm gonna go like that's fucked up. Issa didn't do nothing to you to deserve that. Like, you've helped me put this whole event together. And then the day of, we're standing here in the middle of all of our work coming together. You're going to say, well, starting not to come at all. I really, I'm only here for the vendors. Who? Only here for the vendors? That's a fuck me. And I did nothing to you. Of course, the coup de grace of this episode is Molly and Issa. There's a point in the... My first notes are literally the words because Molly circle. Now we know why Issa's like, I don't really fuck Molly now sees what Issa went through and what Issa was going through. I think that Molly thought that this was supposed to be some like 10 person event or something and that Issa wasn't with or, or communicating with her the way she used to because she was just kind of fiddling around with some dumbass fucking idea and this too shall pass and she'll come right back to me when this shit fail. Well like really when you think of a block party how much planning goes into a block party? 
All you got to do is figure out who cars going to block off both ends of the street, who renting the, the bouncy house. Everybody going to bring their bring their grills no. out and it's going to be one. No, it wasn't. This was not just no rent. This was Lock a This was like Yes, it was a community Crenshaw's party Coachella. where the white folks showed up first. And <laughs> white folks show up. Amen. Like, and then, you know you're doing something right when the white folks show up. Like, and it, it was like, like the where white did folks they hear up about first, it? And then, <laughs> You know, it slowly migrated to the niggas. Like, you had this girl up there doing this spoken word that really wasn't spoken word. I mean. <laughs> but she was selling purses in the back, though. I'm not mad at you, Every sis. day I'm hustle. hustling. Hustle. Every day I'm hustling. Hustling, 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 hustling. Either way. Every time I hear that song now, all I see is Cat Williams pushing the broom. <laughs> if you're going to be sell. a purse seller, amen. you sell the best amen. purses that you got to sell. Every day I'm hustling, hustling, hustling. You know, no shade, because it's going to come out shady, but I'm just going to say it, because I mean, if you want somebody to purchase your product, like, hmm. I want people to listen to my podcast, I'm going to come with the best energy I got. I'm going to be positive and friendly and professional. Don't be out here acting shitty in the street and then expecting people Message. to spend their money. Because <laughs> anybody about a tiny bit of snuff, just a tiny bit of snuff, Message. ain't going to give you that good hard-earned dollars to talk Message. to any old kind of Message. way. Message! Bees. It showed what? I know who the fuck that you was talking even about. That wasn't even about the damn show. Anywho, That's all I gotta say about that. Like that ass, I'll never spend my money with it. Never. Because I don't like the way they, you're talking to other melanated folk on Al Gore's internet about how they gonna spend their money with you. That's not cool. And I, I can't pretend like it ain't. I'm sorry. Sorry. I just, I'm not going to hell for lying. I'm going to go to hell for having some fun. Ain't going to be for no little bullshit ass laugh. Sorry. Sorry. So, how you feel about Nate the Bug? Like, I think Issa used that opportunity to her advantage. Um, but I still think he's fine as fuck. But um, I low-key feel like she used that kind of situation to her advantage while we, we kind of ended up finding out how she did that. I felt like I think he's, I think he's low-key still has feelings for her. And I think she has feelings for him too. I think that's the reason why she also mm-hmm. didn't stay with TSA, babe, because there was some just unresolved issues that she had with men and things of that nature when it came to um, when it came to Nate, Nate sorry, when it came to Nathan, you know, and the, and the way the shit happened with them last season, and then also the issues that she has with Lawrence, I think that both of those things combined kind of didn't really sit well with her even having a fuck buddy like TSA Bay. But furthermore, she used him in a way, but I don't feel like the way that she used him was a bad use. That's just kind of what she had to do to kind of get what she needed to get done in order to save her event. How can 
Issa be proclaiming this particular um, movement or you know realm if she didn't have the, the heavy hitters that she needed to have she didn't have her best friend to help her and to be honest with you even though yes Molly has helped her in the past seasons Molly literally led her astray because Molly didn't believe in what she was doing I think even Kelly alluded to it earlier in the episode she was like well girl this is supposed to be some small event and this one's supposed to be shit but yo this lit lit you know that's low-key what what Issa was trying to kind of get across to not only um, Molly but to all of them and I don't think that they all literally took what Issa was doing seriously but to get back to the point of um, Nate I just I felt like he wanted to look out for her because of the way he did her they used each other Okay. Hey, I, I, I'm conflicted okay. about the whole Nate and Drew. Because I, I get both sides of the coin. Issa, by no headliner, had literal of her doing of her own. And she needed really just somebody with a connection that can get her somebody to fill the because at the end of the day, the show was less than a month away, and she had no headline. And she didn't got mm-hmm. these new people's monies to put together this event. Mm-hmm. She needed to put somebody on stage. She asked Molly to do it. Molly said she would ask Andrew, but then decided that she didn't want to put that kind of strain on a new relationship. I understood that too, I but understand. I just... I think she should have told her that the first time when she asked, but I understand what she's saying. I also understand her feeling some type of way that after I told you I don't want to navigate my relationship this way, you went behind he... and asked his roommate. Okay, so here's the thing. And I somebody used to fuck with. I'm not gonna disagree with you on that. Because I felt like if I okay, let's put it this way. Remember last year when I was in this bitch sweating. (laughs) Sweating. And I refused to ask you for help. Because in my mind, I said, she does too much for me. I'm not going to keep asking her for help. I'm a grown-ass woman. I should be able to do this on my own. Now you being the person that you are, was like, now nah, look, bitch, you, ain't gonna, you just ain't gonna fucking die in this house over heat stroke. This ain't gonna happen. Bitch, let's go get this fucking air conditioner. I don't give a fuck how, how, how hot. I don't care how, how, how much money it costs. Tammy, you have to have an air conditioner in your apartment. Period. You're going to die. You live on the fourth floor. And your, your, your windows literally face <laughs> your brick. windows face bitch, We're going to get this fucking <laughs> air conditioner and I don't want to hear your goddamn mouth about it. That's all it was. But it... Yo, on the back of a restaurant exhaust. (laughs) All right, don't do that because you you already picked this apartment out. I'm sorry, don't do that. I digress. Don't fucking do this. (laughs) Look, no, 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 no. 
I'm not talking about the apartment. Your apartment is great. I'm talking about you saying no to me getting this quick AC. Because in my mind, why we would you sit up there and sweat and die? Why? Way cheaper than when we got it at Body World. Ooh. In my mind. I just want you to be cool. Oh, God, girl. <laughs> That's all but, I wanted. Like, dead ass. I've been working and doing long enough to know $150 is not going to be the end all be all. didn't really want to go to Molly with it because Molly really was her last resort. She was. And I know that the air conditioner story is a bit, you know, minute. Excuse me. But it's along the same premise. And so. But it's along the same premise. But that's why I don't agree with Molly. Because had that been my friend, Hell yeah, they've been like, yo, I don't want this to be weird. Let me know if it's weird. But could you help Isa out with her black part? I might not have even got any deeper in it than that. I wouldn't even say she's just uh, looking uh, for talent. Uh, could you help Isa out with her black part? Nothing. Because at the end of the day, she needed some help. But Molly was so with, but I also feel like Molly was so withdrawn from and Issa I asked that she him. didn't give a fuck what, what Issa needed. She didn't care. And then she's like, well, he was like, yeah, Nate mentioned it to me and I just sent out an email. You know, I know that's your girl, so that was a no-brainer for and that's, that's what I thought his response would be. That's why I didn't get why Molly didn't want to do it, but I still understand, like, okay, you don't want to make it seem like you're trying mm-hmm. to manipulate or use him or sway him with sex get him to do favors for you because he works at Live Nation. I get that. But Molly, you are a fully functioning established adult. You're a full fucking attorney. You're not no little bottom of the barrel bonnet wearing gutter butt trying to get a dollar welfare bitch. And look, for all y'all bonnet wearing trying to get your dollar welfare bitch, this is not full shake. Because I believe in all people hustling, whatever they got to hustle. You got to hustle. You got to hustle this no government. Shade. Get I'm your government hustling, sis. Feed yourself. I, I'm, and I like a good bonnet. I just watched all no the man. Don't let me start. I was just one in December. I had a surgery. I couldn't fucking work. I had no choice to stay in the house. I had to depend on government assistance. I get it. But that doesn't also mean that you don't need help. And so the way Molly reacted, even when Andrew was like, look, I didn't think it was going to be a big deal. Mostly because that's your friend. And why would I, I not either. help your friend? But the way Molly I didn't think it was going to be a big deal. At the event? Oh, no. I didn't care for that at all. The, oh, the way like, Molly, Molly was out Jesus of line. Christ. And if I'm Issa, I ain't fucking with her neither. Period. Because one, this is my fucking event. I really ain't fucking if with If I wasn't you fucking with you already, that would have been the moment. Because it wasn't the moment to have this conversation. It, it was a conversation. I'm not saying it wasn't a conversation that needed to be had. Because you gave her a boundary and she crossed it. Even though I understand why she crossed it. And I understand why you gave the boundary. Does a conversation need to be had? Yes. 
But rolling up on me like Yo, you with my ass and making a scene in my like, head. Like, got in her face and pushed up against her body. Girl. Listen, Molly is lucky. Issa is not me. Because you wouldn't have, your breast wouldn't have been able to touch my breastplate without me whooping your ass right the fuck. I don't give a fuck if this is my event. You will not disrespect me. Molly has a, this thing where she feels like she can disrespect Issa whenever the fuck she wants to because she knows that she's established and she knows that Issa is out here, you know what I'm saying, just looking out of the window watching the asphalt grow. She's just trying to have some good times. Watching the asphalt Listen, I, 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 I relate so much to Issa in this moment. Because I had a friend like Molly. And I don't fuck with her to this day because of that. And every time I would ask her to help me, she would look at me like, well, bitch, that's your problem. But I don't know what Issa... the fuck you want me. Do you grown-ass motherfucker? And it would be like, but girl, you low-key, just could, you could just help me. Let's see. Everybody goes through down spirals in their life. I remember... When I separated from my ex-husband and he moved out and I didn't have a full-time job yet because I'd been let go because our good ma- our former mayor, Rahm Emanuel, had closed 52 plus schools at one time in the city of Chicago and I worked at one of them. And he left because, well, I put him out. I ain't think yeah, I put him out. But there was some times when my money was funny. So I understand what it's like to be in a struggle and trying to get your way back to where you were. And if my friend is that friend, I'm going to I'm help her. Shit on her, and if I can help her, I Y'all, can. Help. And, and, and that's so. If that's <laughs> a plate or right. air conditioner, or showing up to your event, that's what I'm gonna do because that's time. what good friends do. And you remember this? Christmas came around. You remember that? And you came over here. This was right after the su- I had my surgery. You came over here and you brought me some ham. And you brought... Oh, that ham was so good. Oh, my God. It was good. Oh, girl, that ham was so good. Um, I'm still, I'm a, you brought me some sweet potato pie that I ate. I tried the to eat for four pie. days and I couldn't. Mm. Because it was so good. Um, Bitch, I ate that shit out of the motherfucking bag, bitch. You did that. You put your foot in that, bitch. Um... Like you bought me some, you 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 had brought me so many things, and and I and I think that my cousin had came up around the same time, and you, uh, I ended up giving you. And she had made a Belizean feast, and I got my plate. <laughs> Yo, it shout out to Suzette, bro. That's house. my tea, and I don't give a fuck about what nobody. And go look out, look up Suzette's juices <laughs> when she get back to. You know what I'm saying getting back to because she had surgery right around the time I had mine. But when we get back on, bitch, we gonna get back on. And I love her, and I'm gonna always support her, and I love her. But that bitch, bitch, that, that pineapple good. with like the mint. Oh, that pineapple just is so good. I can't that wait to go back to the Midwest. Not the point. Point me. is, is that when you have friends, you just. I mean, I'm talking about good fucking friends. How many of us I have, have them? Friends. Thank you. I've had motherfuckers Once like, you can depend when, on the surgery happened, friends. And, and I know we're going on like a tirade, but this is kind of showing you what friends are supposed to be. And this is exactly what Molly was not to Issa in this moment. Remember when we was, ha- we was talking about the surgery, when I scheduled the surgery, and you called me and you was like, look, look, look. Bitch, how you getting to this surgery? I don't know. 
Well, what day is the surgery? This is the day. Well, what time is it? I won't know till the day before. Well, can you try to figure out the day before, before the day before? Because I need to know if I need to take you to the surgery. That's what the fuck a friend is. Tyra ended up taking me. Right. Tyra stayed. Thanks, but there Tyra was, there was people on deck. Right. There was people on that deck that was like, hey, yo. I got you. Because if it wasn't Tyra, if it was Tyra came, you, if it I got you. you. It was going to be a former friend that I had. If it wasn't her, it was going to be her mama. If it, was, like, it was motherfuckers out here looking out for me. That's what it's supposed to be. This is a block. All you had to do was say, hey, yo, Andrew, look, check it out. Issa, you know like, that bitch be struggling all the time. You know, I be helping that bitch. But uh, come on, could you just send an email to somebody? I don't give a fuck who it is. This little block party thing she having. That's all. But like, if you had to simply ask, like, Nate, all Nate was like, hey, yo, my girl Issa's throwing this block party. She needs some help with some, with some artists. Can you help her out? And he's like, sure. He sent an email. He said it took like eight minutes. You lit eight I can't minutes wait to, to see what happens next week because time. Kelly like is and that's so sad because it's wrong, but... wrong in this situation. <laughs> you shouldn't see, have went behind her back the... and asked your ex to ask see, that's the roommate why I don't feel like who is your best friend's wrong. man to do this she favor. Wrong. But she ain't she ain't she She's went to you totally first. totally wrong. Because she did go to you. You shot her down. And then in a desperate, in a moment of desperation, she reached out to this person that could help her out. Just to say. And the block party was Child, a fucking vibe. Sizzle. I wish I could have been there. All right, I was doing Me too. the slide on the couch. I was wobbling. There was a moment in this like, episode oh, that I thought that just... Molly and Issa uh, was gonna get it together uh, uh. when my when Issa is standing at the gate and she just kind of standing there chilling, kind of looking at you know what I'm saying everything that's going on, you know, kind of kind of taking everything in. Um, and Molly walks up to her, she's like, Yo, I ordered too many wings, you know what I'm saying? I know you're hungry, bitch. She hands her a plate, and you know, Issa's kind of like, Well, you know, I really didn't eat though. But then the assistant, who the assistant she that she was so funny to me. God bless her. Um, she was hilarious. Um, she walks up. She was hilarious. Shout out to the to, to the YouTube news channel that took the interview. <laughs> Look, sis, when you figure out what your name for your kid is. <laughs> Look, and this is the first episode that we did not we get another update. We didn't get another update on Toya. I'm a little upset about that. I I. I I am. Well, you saw. Wait a minute. No, the show, there, there, the y'all can't. Well, y'all there can't was leave that some out. clips like, with the Latoya. We need saying? a double clip. Uh, the, the, the uh looking for Latoya, but they weren't talking. But there was like a little reel with like Latoya and her friends that I think um Nathan was watching, and then um somebody else was doing something. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. I think, no. I, was it Molly when they were getting ready to go to the show? They were kind of watching, looking for Latoya in the background. Somebody else was watching, looking for Latoya. It was two people. And it was on in the mm-hmm. background, but I don't, but they weren't speaking. I think it was Molly. But we need more looking for Latoya because the show within the show is a show and we need to know what that show is and where it's going and like if they're going to find Latoya because I need to know what Ray J did. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> Next week, we're probably going to get to a breakdown of Issa and Molly's relationship. And we're going to get to that between 
Kelly and Tiffany. And this is the moment that I've been waiting for because mm-hmm. even though Tiffany and um Tiffany and Kelly have been really, really good co, you know, like like good friends of the show, this is the part where they gonna they're gonna be able to innate their acting chops. Amanda and Natasha are gonna come in and they're going to have to steal the show. It's going to be theirs to navigate. Because it's going to be up to them to have Issa and Molly come together. And I can't wait to see that. I love Natasha. I love the way she ad-libs. She's a fantastic comedian. I love Amanda Seals. I think that Amanda is up and coming. Amanda's been out here for a minute. Let's be clear. But this acting thing for Amanda, especially in this role, because it's so different from who Amanda is in real life, I can't wait. I cannot wait to see this come together. Amen. I do. Do you have any shout-outs for any of these episodes? I have mine, and I've learned. I do, and I'm going to let you go give first. Give my shout-out before shout out you get the chance to steal it. Fabulous. <laughs> my shout-out comes from okay. the very first scene of Insecure this week. My shout-out dead-ass goes mm. to Issa and her waiting to exhale nightshirt. Bitch. Brava. You know that the cool girl. The face put that down. The that soundtrack. No more. My no shout out this week is, is actually for a <laughs> cast member of Insecure. Um, I'm actually gonna be shouting out Amal, um, Issa's brother. <laughs> this shit was fucking funny. So Kelly mm. had brought this date and she <laughs> She told him that she was from England. But Amal and Kelly don't like each other. I don't know. They're so good together. Why? So, there's a scene in this episode where Amal basically calls Kelly out on her bullshit in front of this dude. He asked her. <laughs> where was she from in England? Bitch. I could have fucking, I could have died. Then he asked her something about where it was, and then she ended up kind of responding, well, you know, what I really would like to know is about the government, you know what I'm saying, in America, and then this dumbass dude that she tried to fuck is talking about Bank of America, and it's, hey, oh, it's oh my god. He said, we got two political parties, the government, oh. And the banks, and then they come together, oh, and no. it's like the Bank of America. And I was just like, "Oh, girl, you ain't even got to put you, girl." Because when she you was, ain't got to keep up that accent. Because when they was talking about no somebody had shot That's when Issa and um, Molly was arguing, Ooh. they was like, "She got a gun!" And Kelly started to run. That dumbass nigga was running behind her, and she like, "Hell yeah, come on!" Yeah. And he like, "I thought you was running a nigga up from fucking Philly." Like, oh my god, help me there. Listen. Shout out to Amal because Amal is a reader and he reads and he takes girls to the motherfucking he takes girls to the motherfucking house all the motherfucking time. I stand for him. I love him. Um, he was a quintessential character for me in this episode. He brought all the funny and I loved him the, when he was he when he was dancing with Tiffany and Tiffany was like, let's go hook you up with somebody. What you, what you want to do? Top or bottom? He was like, hmm, viewer's choice. Yes, his work. 
Uh-huh. She said, girl, a boy. And he was like, hmm. How we wish the way the wind blows. And I was like, girl, he be, he like, yeah, he like, what's he just kind of okay, the way he feel that day. Listen, I understand. All I, say is I stand for him. I'll, I love him. And I love that he's been in like a lot of episodes lately because he's been a backbone for Issa. But he's funny as fuck. And I stand for him. But, Did you have anybody that you would like to bring to the altar on all three of these episodes? It's not really an altar call. It is just me beating the drum that I've been beating all season. <laughs> and usually this drum gets D for Carly Ray. Really? Last night, oh. this drum goes straight to Alexis Scott. Alexis? I don't know what happened. Because yo... What's they show? Love and Hip Hop LA Booty oh my God. has like fallen apart in Atlanta. It has two elbows. Like you done went, you took a perfectly fine ass to Atlanta. Why? You lit that same surgeon so that's been fucking up everybody else's booties down there. Fuck up yours. Oh. I need y'all to stop going to this man. I want, I'm a booty watcher. I need you to find, I want y'all to tell me who he is. I'm going to put him on blast. He needs to stop it. He needs to stop it right now because he's fucking y'all up. You're a beautiful woman. Alexa Scott in her home, in her it's confession. beautiful, Without she? all that makeup caked up on her face. Oh. Gorgeous. She's a naturally beautiful Gorgeous. woman. I wish you all could see yourself the way I see because you done went under the knife and lift somebody, Michael Jackson, your booty. Stop it. Um, I don't necessarily have a okay. um altar call this week. I did because I couldn't I couldn't help it. But just to basically kind of go back on to <laughs> one of the people that I was talking about, Molly, you gotta do better. You have to do better. Because at the end of the day, if you call yourself wanting to be someone's best friend, don't lay don't leave them laying by the wayside. Because it's more convenient for mm. you. This person that you have been dealing with for years is always going to be there for you. We don't know if Andrew's going to make it through this season. Stop putting other... And I love Agent Bay. Don't get it twisted. Did you know he's from England? I like Agent Bay. Girl, I tagged you in the post I saw on Facebook. It did. And I said, oh, he England's? He English mm, too. All the good. So not only is he Asian, baby, but this nigga got an accent. Accent. I'm fucking him. Oh girl, he is um the little motherfucker that played Thor. The little motherfucker that played four. I in think we're gonna go after the quarantine. All the motherfuckers is from across the pond. Like two years. Ah, because I'm pretty sure the airfare is gonna be dirt cheap. I was, I was coming. I was coming when Michael Jackson was doing This Is His Tour. I was literally on the phone trying to book a hotel stay, and my brother was on his phone trying to buy the tickets. I was saying, we're going to have to go. News media announced that Michael Jackson had died. Well, I'm coming across the pond anyway because my people is from there. I'm coming. I'm coming across the pond. I'm riding the double jacket. Well, you know, the Belize is a derivative of of Britain. I want to. It was the British. It was the... 
No, it was it's, it was it was for oh, girl, I thought you said something. I'm about to say you know what happened. Gained their independence oh. from them, but basically we're British descendants, so that's why our, some of our some of our some of our things that we do are very yeah. English. Like yeah, we have tea. My bitch, yes, we have we have tea. At, at noon, when y'all motherfuckers having lunch, we have tea. So. Well, I don't know what they're doing to Belize this Belize, year, but we're going, going to Carnival. We're going, we're going, going to support Manny and Weezy. We're going um, to oh, Eden I don't know if you were done with your shout-outs, but okay, so this is... We're going to kind of talk this out and kind of... We're kind of going to put it in, you know, stone after the episode. But... So we don't have anything to fill in Love and Hip Hop for next week. But we do have season... We have the reunion part two. Well, I was thinking maybe we could do reunion part two, and we have right, and then that will be next week's episode. That. You guys will be hearing next the next week, episode Wednesday. of Insecure. This week Saturday we'll be doing the final episode of uh, Celebrity Drag Race, and then afterwards we will go from Celebrity Drag Race to uh, something else. But I know that we will be covering on the main <laughs> episodes RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars starting on June 5th. That will be a main episode situation. And I think at that point we may be doing RuPaul's Drag Race plus Married to Medicine LA. Because maybe. They may have to be separate recording. Ruth comes on on Friday. Because Married to Medicine comes, comes on, on, comes on, on Mondays. On so they may have to be separate All episodes. Stars is gonna be Thursdays we'll and Fridays. To kind of cover in the time. We're way, 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 way over on time today. Unless we Unless watch it on, on Friday, Friday you just kind of get one episode. On but then we'll just kind of cover in and fill in, you know, bonus episodes as we kind of go. Whatever we watch on Netflix, maybe we'll do that as bonus episodes on Saturdays. We're not quite sure. We're really fucking bored. We don't really know what to put out for you guys. If you guys have any suggestions, please let us know. Because Rona, if you have any suggestions, feel free to hit us in our email. Instagram, Twitter, on Facebook, on Facebook at Reality. Hi guys, so we got cut off, but um, this trash can Tim here, by the way, we got cut off. However, we will be putting this episode out for you guys um, on Wednesday. Whenever you guys decide to listen to it, definitely listen to it again next week. Um, we will be covering something um, for content for you guys next week. Again, this week we'll be putting out weekend. We'll be putting out our last. Um, we'll be putting out our last. Uh, episode of Snatch Game. Sorry, Snatch Game. Jesus Christ. Um, we'll be putting out our last episode of Celebrity Drag Race because it will be the last one of this particular season. Just please know that um, we will be coming to you guys with some sort of content. I know that COVID has kind of really left us kind of dry, but we're still going to put everything out for you guys. We hope that you guys still keep listening. Um, make sure you check out our sponsors. Make sure you go to know all the websites and the judges and the things that we you know we tell you to go to and if not you know that's on you girl um but we hope that you guys are staying safe in your homes um make sure we can get back to working um and just kind of living together and after this i guess you know what i'm saying 
I guess you can get back to your regular lives. There's meaning and uselessness or whatever the fuck it is, girls, that we are doing. Girl, we ain't doing shit. But we want to wish you guys well and uh, make sure you, uh, you know, stay safe out here in these streets. Okay, girls. Bye.